Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Derek Brickley Gaming Podcast here on Anchor. Now, I do want to start off by saying that there is a potential that the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X could possibly be delayed due to the coronavirus. I know I've never actually said said it before. I, you know, screw it. Uh, so, you know, it, it's a huge possibility. There's already been one console... Uh, that has been delayed, and I've heard possibility that it could they could possibly be delayed to spring, or at the latest, it possibly till the end of next year. Which you know, the, you know the till the you know if it if the systems came out. If the consoles got delayed until, you know, the end of 2021, that would be very anti-climactic, you know. That would suck for everybody, especially for people that are wanting to play the next-gen consoles. So, on, on, on that end, it would suck, but it, it might give both uh, companies enough time to, you know, work out some kinks that consoles usually tend to have in this first year. Uh, it, it, you know, so, that might be a good thing. Now, as far as, like, games, uh, Ghost of Shimia, uh, I don't know I'm going to butcher the name, Ghost of Shima has finally got a release date. I think it's, it's June 23rd. Uh, it's a game I, I've been looking forward to playing. Uh, we just didn't know when it was going to come out. It's finally got a release date. Super looking forward to it. The uh, the trailer that they showed off a few months ago. The game looked beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on it and play it. Um, you know, of course, you know, upcoming games. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is a very big game that I'm looking forward to playing. I might bring some live coverage on Animal Crossing. I don't know yet. Because I've never played any of the Animal Crossing games, so I don't know what it's going to be like. Uh, I pre-ordered it. Uh, between that and uh, Final Fantasy VII, you know, those are the two games I do get pre-order right now. I plan on pre-ordering... Uh, Cyberpunk uh, 2077. Um, I do plan uh, on pre-ordering that game. And, again, I've said it before. I do plan on pre-ordering Dying Light 2. Uh, me and my friend. Uh, she's, she, we was big into the Dying Light, the first one. Me and her, we, we played the game quite a bit. Uh, so yeah, it's just several things I, I wish I would have done in the game that I never went back to do. Just just timing straight with other games stuff. It never it never worked out. Uh, that's why I'm trying to platinum Bioshock, which by the way is a very hard game. Uh, it just a quick reminder that if you have it. 
uh, got the two free games this month on PlayStation Plus. It's Shadow of the Colossus and uh, Sonic Forces. I just started playing, uh, you know, Sonic Forces uh, right before I started this podcast. And so far, I've, I've enjoyed the game. I mean, great. I've only played the first two levels. I do like the fact that you're able to create your own character in the game. I I think that's different from the, you know, all the Sonic games. Because as far as I know, you've never actually been able to create your own Sonic-type character. Um, So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, Some of the music in the game has been very good so far. Uh, Now, I'm not going to say it's one of the best Sonic games out there. Uh, I don't. I think it'd be pretty hard, hard to uh, top the originals from the old Sega days. For any of my viewers I or haven't was able to play like the old uh, Sonic games from back in like the nineties, you know, and eighties. Those were some very hard games to top out. Those are some very hard games too. And, and you know, the difference between games nowadays and games back then was. You could choose your difficulty. And what I mean by that, games back then were designed on one difficulty. And that was hard. Now, if it was more of a kid game to begin with, and it tailored to kids, then you didn't have to... They, they would allow... They would uh, lower the difficulty for those kids. But generally... In most games, they had no difficulty. They didn't let you choose the difficulty. So, that, I mean, that's another thing that's different. And if we want to talk about differences between then and now, is that a lot of those games did not, you know, talk. You know, you had to read everything. So, uh, so if you didn't know how to read, it made the game a little bit harder, too. See, I back when I was playing games back then, I didn't even know how to read, but I did, I, I did just fine, you know. Like I said, I, my very first game I ever beat was Zelda Ocarina of Time, and that was before I could even read. Uh, but yeah, there, you know, anybody can beat a game as long as, as, long as they want to be able to beat it. And that's, you know... And many people have uh, their stories of the very first game they beat. And most people can remember the very first game they beat. And I'm not saying everybody's first game was Zelda. It could be in any game. Just because you you beat a game that might have been a little bit easier than that game. Doesn't discredit what you did as a gamer. Like I've heard from many people that uh, have said that. Well, you, you beat this game, so this decredits you as a gamer. I, um, to be a gamer, you should be accepting of anybody. You know, no matter your skin color, you know, no matter your sexuality, you should be able to respect people as a whole. I know sometimes like, gamers, you know, you may lose sight of that, but at the end of the day, we're all human beings. Just like, you know, women can play... Uh, games just as good as men. And 
there's been I've seen a lot of things that where guys will pick on will pick on women just because they play games, which I find morally wrong. Because you know, women can be better than us at games. Games are not defined by one gender. Games are not are not just all men. I I have I've played with a lot of women gamers that uh, you know from my time of playing on the PlayStation. And I've met I've met a lot of cool people, both women and and men. You know, cool people that I I still call friends to this day. But you know, if you're a true a true gamer, you you don't just pick up people because it's easy to pick out them. You know, so that that's I just wanted to to to, to say that. Um, I I haven't played the Shadow of Colossus game yet. I do plan on playing it. It looks like a good game. It's, it's a game I never did get around to, but now that it's free, uh, I'm definitely going to check out Shadow of the Colossus because it looks like a uh, a good game. Now, I don't know nothing about the game. I do know you have to go around hunting, like, giant colossus type things. But beyond that, I know absolutely nothing about the game. Uh, it looks like a very, very well put together game. Um, but as, as far as play, me playing the very first Bioshock game, i kind of hoping that they do come up with a Bioshock 4. Now, I haven't gotten into the other two Bioshock games. I will get into them. I will finish the other two out. I'm hoping to get to them before uh, Final Fantasy VII comes out. Um, but that is, you know, that, that's going to be a very good... There's, like I said on my last, last week's show, there's several Switch games that I still want to get into. You know, that I, have, I haven't been able to build up my Switch collection that many. I only got two games. That's Breath of the Wild and uh, Bayonetta 2. I do plan on building up my solid, uh, good collection of Switch games. <coughs> but you know, I, I I probably I can say probably by this time next year, my my Switch collection is gonna be pretty big. Uh, it is. It's gonna be pretty big. And, you know, in about this time next year, I'll have the PlayStation 5. I don't know if I have the Series X yet, but I do plan on getting the Xbox Series X, too. So, you know, between those three things, you know, it's going to be massive. Now, I, ha I have been hearing more and more that there is going to be two PlayStation 5s releasing at launch. You know... Of course, the original PlayStation Five releasing at a cheaper price, probably let's just say three ninety nine, and then a more powerful, you know, version of the PlayStation Five launching at the same time, which would probably be like seven eight hundred dollars. If that's true, I, I think right off the bat, I'm saving up to get the, you know, seven eight hundred dollar one, because for people that can go out there afford to drop seven hundred seven to eight hundred dollars they're gonna go ahead and get the more powerful one 
just so they don't get the more under, you know, Wobbly version of it to begin with. Um, so yeah, I mean, you gotta factor in all that. I mean, but of course, that is all rumors. None of that has been confirmed. I've heard it's not just the PlayStation 2, I've heard the Xbox might be doing that too, releasing a more powerful version at launch. Again, I do want to out that this is all rumors and speculation. None of this has been confirmed by Microsoft or Sony. So I don't want people to say, you know, come back here saying, well, you know, Derek said that there was going to be two different versions. Again, all speculation. But would I be fine if they did that? Yes, because at, at, at the end of the day, it's not my decision. You know, Sony doesn't listen to me. I'm not getting paid by Sony uh, to hype their stuff up. I'm not being paid by Xbox to hype their stuff up. You know, I have no relation to the uh, two companies. And so if they both companies want to release two different versions of the system, you know, that's their choices. It's their consoles. If it was up to me, I would just release one console, the more powerful version to begin with. To me, that'd be more redundant than release it too. Because, kind of, kind of what you're telling people if you release two different versions of your consoles is that, hey, here's this weaker version that you're spending $430 to get. But wait, but you're getting the way, way less powerful version. But here's this more powerful version. I mean, I just, I can see where people would be upset. Uh, you know, buy that for both uh, Sony and Microsoft. But it's like I've heard from a lot of people. Microsoft is not so much worried about sales uh, as far as hardware because Microsoft is a tech company. So with Microsoft being a tech company, you know that they're going to be focused more on the uh, uh, software side of it. Because I do think that possibly within the Xbox Series X, they're going to focus more on the digital side of it. I've heard their Xbox Game Pass is way, way beyond the PlayStation Now. now I can only uh, say for what I've heard from people because I don't have an Xbox One. But I do believe that going into the future of console gaming, that... This is going to be more of a thing for Microsoft. I think Sony will try to try to play keep up with it, and I think that they possibly can because their PlayStation Now services it has been killing it. I don't have the PlayStation Now. I I haven't continued it because for me personally, I there's not there wasn't that too many more uh, too many games on there that I wanted to play. Outside of the vampire game that I had been wanting to play, which I finally I did beat when I had a seven day free trial. Uh, but if you're if you're into playing a lot of these uh, PS4 games that you haven't been able to play, and PS3 games that you may have missed out on, then it's, it's a great service for you to be able to play these games. Uh, like they added 
Horizon Zero Dawn to the PlayStation Now servers, which is a fantastic game. Now, I would say if you if you're the type of person that has been wanting to play uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, but you just don't want to go out there and spend thirty nine to forty dollars, possibly even up to sixty dollars to get the game. You know what? If you have a seven day free uh, free trial to PlayStation Now. You know, you can sign up for PlayStation Now for uh, for a seven-day free trial. Play the game for seven days. And then, at the end of seven days, you can say, decide if I want to keep the service. It will charge me, like, $10 a month. You know, and you can possibly beat the game within seven days. And you can judge from there if you, you know, do you want to buy this game or just keep the service. So, I think that's really cool. You know, the service just wasn't for me to pay $10 a month because I'm paying for other things. Uh, like, uh, you know, right now I'm paying for the CBS All Access right now. Uh, I think soon I think I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have to uh, start forecast some money for the HBO because I hear an HBO might be getting, and this, this relates to gaming, uh, HBO might be getting a Last of Us series. Dude, if they get a Last of Us series, I might have to go out and subscribe to HBO just to watch a show. And I'll, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you, I'll probably cancel the service after each season because it, it would literally be the only uh, series that I would want to watch on there. Because I, I did like the uh, first first game. And I'm seriously pumped for the second one. So if they get a Last of Us series, you can count me in. You can count me in for like $10 a month to watch it. But if they do it, I want, I wonder if they would do it kind of like... the Would they do it like in a Netflix approach? Will they drop all the episodes at once? Or will they do it like a Disney Plus and release an episode weekly. My thing is, is that if they release this TV show and they drop it out once, I do think that there will be a lot of people that will sign up for HBO just to watch the series. But then as the series, as soon as the series ends, you will see a lot of people cancel. Because, I mean, that goes with, you know, Netflix and all these other sites, too, because uh, that cancel just because they like a certain show. Uh, but, because, you know, there's a lot of the Last of Us fans from the games are going to come over to check out the series. Uh, so, you know, as far as that, yeah, you can see a lot of people unsubscribed. You might get a few little people to stay to check out the other content. So, it could be a win-win. Uh, I'm super excited for the future of gaming. I'm not buying into the whole thing that this is the last consoles. I don't see it happening. But, if it is, you know what? Consoles had a good run. I mean, we've had many consoles. I've been pretty fortunate to be here for a good chunk of them. Um, 
So yeah. But again, I don't buy into it. We won't hear anything definitive until probably several years from now. Probably even closer to the end of the decade. So, for right now, my advice is, is just let's move forward with the next generation of consoles first. See what the next uh, consoles bring us. You know, the next Xbox. You know, and the PlayStation 5. And whatever Nintendo has up their sleeve with a new, you know, new Switch-like system. Because I do think Nintendo will come out with another Switch. I just don't think it's going to be this year or next year. I think by the year, probably 2024, 2025, they'll have a new Switch coming. You know, I think... Let let me check the back. I think by the year 2023, that they are going to announce that a new Switch is coming. They'll they'll drop hints in, in the year twenty twenty three that a new a new switch is coming, and then in twenty twenty four at E three, Nintendo will officially announce that the uh, next switch is coming, and it will be out by uh, let's just say you know no, November of twenty twenty five. Still gives them several years to work out some kinks. But it allows them to do other things. So I do think that's what they could possibly go. So you, you have like a two year gap from that. They announced, they dropped hits. And it was not, you know, they was dropping hits at a new Switches coming. A year later, a Switch is announced. And then the following year, you release it. Because it gives people enough time to have it bought a Switch now. To go out and buy a Switch. <coughs> and still collect games for that Switch. Now come out with a new Switch. My question is, where do you go here first? The Switch is already a good console. What do you do with another Switch that hasn't been done? So that's going to be super interesting. But that is going to do it. For this week's episode of the Derek Brinkley Podcast, episode 16. Until next Friday, see ya.